0: Welcome to Hope for the Day with Hope Church Birmingham. This podcast exists to continue our mission. We want people to find hope in Jesus and to be equipped to bring that hope to a world in need. I'm Adam, the lead pastor, and I'll be continuing a series titled, What Did Jesus Say? We sure do hope you're having a good week. Do you mind doing us a favor? If you like this podcast or you've enjoyed listening to it over the last couple months, would you share it with someone who may need to hear some encouraging words this week? Now... Let's dive in. Growing up in school, you you hear and you learn different types of learning tools. My daughter is learning story structure right now in her first grade class, and it's quite fun. You know, she's learning, you know, beginning, stories have a beginning, they have a middle, and they have an end, and there's all these details in between. The other night, she wrote a couple sentences about some ponies throwing a party for a baby pony. Let me tell you, it was riveting. Look out, C.S. Lewis. <laughs> Dr. Seuss who? But, but another learning tool that I've seen come across our, her homework packs in her backpack for homework is... The learning tool compare and contrast, you know, the idea where you take two separate objects and make note of their similarities and make note of their differences, i.e. apples and pears. They're both fruits. They both have seeds. In contrast, they, they have different shapes, flavors, you know, the list goes on. Well, today I want us to look at a passage in John 10 where Jesus does a little compare and contrast with himself and so-called religious leaders of the day, or those who had come before him. He had just mentioned in chapter 10 that, that he was the good shepherd, but as usual, people didn't process it correctly, so he makes it clear, which then brings clarity between those who follow him or who follow someone else. So now, let's look at John 10, starting in verse 7, and we'll finish up in verse 18. So Jesus again said to them, has this group here and he's addressing their perspective of him in comparison to religious leaders of the time he said truly truly I say to you the message paraphrases this phrase as this let me be explicit he said I am the door for sheep and everyone before me are thieves and robbers when we look at this word thief we got to understand it implies deception and trickery robber implies violence and destruction these take away life But Jesus gives life, and he gives it abundantly. These are the con men and muggers of the spiritual world, and he's contrasting with these false shepherds. I think we need to be aware, as Christians and followers of Christ today, that there are leaders or influences that we may allow to have a voice, if we're not careful, which will lead us in false direction. Someone who uses trickery or violence to grow maybe their own personal influence or their own following or to take us in a path that God never intended. In my years of ministry and following Jesus, I've seen people fall in leadership positions. And then I've seen people who were underneath their leadership falter in their faith. And I've always wondered, why, why is that? Well, it's be, people, we got to first off understand that people are people and they make mistakes. But many times I think the people who were following a person more than following a good shepherd. Here's what I mean. Let me say that again. I think many times people falter in their faith when a leader falters because they weren't following the good shepherd, but they instead were following a person. So let me be clear. I, Adam Lolly, am not the good shepherd. Do not follow me. Let me point you to the one who you should follow. It's Jesus. Don't look at Adam and go, hey, I need to do what he does. No, no, no. Look, look at who I'm pointing to, and I'm pointing to Jesus. I want you to follow Jesus. I want you to step in relationship with Jesus. I want you to be more like him. Go into the door that he holds open for each of us so that you can have abundant life. In this passage, Jesus is reminding us the enemy comes to bring death, but he comes to bring life, abundant life. What is abundant life? I really want us to grasp this, this thought today. Jesus was contrasting leaders, but he was also contrasting followers, or sheep, if you will. If we are truly his sheep, we will be in abundant life. If we aren't in abundant life, I have to ask, are we his sheep? You see, the Greek word for abundance, perisos, has a mathematical meaning and generally denotes a surplus. The abundant life is above all the contented life, in which our contentment is based upon the fact that God is equal to every emergency and is able to supply all of our needs according to his riches and glory through Jesus. You see, abundant life isn't an especially long life. Abundant life isn't an easy, comfortable life. Hear me, abundant life is a life of satisfaction and contentment. In Jesus, I think that's in itself contra- in contrast to what we think of in our culture. We think an abundant life is having more money. Abundant life is having more uh, years. We- is abundant life means I have uh, perfect days and nothing ever goes wrong. But that's not really what Jesus is saying, and that's not really what the Bible describes as an abundant life. What did they say? No, 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 no. Abundant life is a life of satisfaction and contentment in Jesus satisfaction and contentment. That means that no matter what is in my bank account today, I am satisfied with Jesus. No matter what news I got today, I am content with Jesus. No matter what's coming up tomorrow, I have Jesus and through Jesus, I have abundant life. Why is it abundant? Because I know that what I face today has no comparison to the glory and the riches and the present presence and the blessing that I will have when I'm in the presence of the Lord one day in eternity in heaven. That is abundant life. And that's what I want us to grasp today. We need to be in pursuit of abundant life. How do we do that? We turn to the good shepherd. Charles Spurgeon said, life is a matter of degrees. Some have life, but it flickers like a dying candle and is indistinct as the fire and the smoking flax others are full of life and are bright and vehement you see an abundant life is some is a person who has an abundant life is someone who gets jesus who embraces jesus and as a result has the traits of someone who has life Someone with a lot of life has stamina. Someone with a lot of life has increased energy. Someone with a lot of life has a large sphere of living. Someone with a lot of life has the ability to do things. Someone with a lot of life has an overflow of an enjoyment. Someone with a lot of life has what it takes to win. You see, someone with a lot of life has Jesus. Abundant life sheep give honor to the shepherd. They give credit to him because they know I make this. I can get through today because of Jesus. So today, I hope you will be encouraged. Let's choose the abundant life. Shut down the voices of those who may be trying to drain life out of you. Let's be a people who get Jesus. He laid his life down for us. Be reminded that today. How you were walking, Jesus died for you. How you were talking to others today, Jesus died for you. How you were believing, Jesus died for you. Let's not be a people who let his death be in vain. Be reminded, be encouraged that Jesus looks at you today and says, yeah, worth it. We know Romans says that while we were still sinners, Jesus gave his life for us. What that means is 2,000 years ago, Jesus looked at you and said, they're worth it. Even in their short, even in their failures, they're worth it. Even, Even though they may doubt, they're worth it they are worth it because I want them to have abundant life. It doesn't matter what you're going through today. Turn to the shepherd. For some of us, including me, our prayer simply needs to be Jesus. I want to follow your voice. I want abundant life. Have your way in me. And I believe when we say those words, what need to mean them. Wholeheartedly, we need to live them, we need to embrace them, and we need to be different because of them, because that is the abundant life that the Good Shepherd is beckoning us to step into. So, let's not follow the false shepherds, let's not follow the ones that want to bring that the enemy wants to use to bring death and destruction, let's not follow the trickery or the robbers or the thieves, let's instead follow the Good Shepherd who came to give his life for us so that we can have life simply. Let's get Jesus. Well, friends, thanks for engaging with us. We sure do hope that you found a little hope for your day today. If you like this, make sure to like or share wherever you listen to podcasts. Also, if you say, hey, I want to support what's going on with Hope Church, you could do so by visiting us at hopechurchbhm.com slash give. See you next week.